Hey, you're now loaded up for Think Rank with David Barry, the think tank for thinking rank. If it's on your mind, it's probably on his mic. So join rank. We're all in this one together. Now here's your host, the reality of rank, the bull god himself, David Barry. So I'm David Barry. You're listening to Think Rank. I'm broadcasting live out of Locust Grove, Oklahoma, high on top of a hill, out of the Monster Bowl Mansion, drinking out of the Golden Cup. It's got really good creek water in it. Holly, you been doing all right? I've had a really good week. Started with coach practice and bucking for St. Jude's and just got better. I've been doing really good. I'm enjoying life, so... How's that broke arm? Did it finally heal? The broke arm healed. I can wave at all the neighbors now when they drive by. and Yeah. Right? Relieve me of my stall cleaning duties. I can clean stalls using both hands now. It's good. Right. You can saddle a horse. I can saddle a horse and right. stay on if I ride. Yeah. So uh, you was telling me this morning that you've clipped them for a little bit of money this last few barrel races you've been to. You've, you're You're making money. It's going really well right now. I was on a break and I was trying to concentrate on how I could ride better and kind of listen to a few Think Rank podcasts and jerk my chain a little bit and I came back and he's responding pretty well. Right. So when we talk about like that, like you're winning, you're you're and you was pretty pretty happy about that. You felt pretty good about uh, the money you won, which is is really good. The amount of money you've won plus the fact that you're that you're winning. But how long? How long does that take? I mean, to to start placing like that because you're in the one D. You're, I mean, and, and explain the one D in barrel racing: one D, two D, three D, four D. They do it based on times. The one D is the top horses; that's the fastest runs. And then the second division will be a half second off. The third division will be a full second off of the fastest time, and so on down up to five divisions. But uh, he's been consistently getting money in the one D with. Quite a few horses entered, so I'm tickled with him. Yeah, right. So the other night, how many entries they have? They had over 200 entries Sunday night. Yeah, and you and you placed third. Third. That's pretty. That's pretty good stuff. If you tried harder, you could have won second or first. But I know, I know. Um, I probably needed some black label rosin on my saddle, and I couldn't. There's no telling what could have happened then, huh? Right, right. Yeah, no doubt. Do you run barrels with a mouthpiece? I do not. I probably should though, because I I clench my teeth a lot. Well, it might it might could help your potty mouth too when when you go around a barrel and things ain't just right. <laughs> I might have trouble going like that to it, but right. I have to have to practice with it and we'll right. see. But how long how long does it take you? Do you feel like you your horse to get to that point where you're at the one D? You're you're running with the best. He was at the one D before I broke my arm, but it was like one D two D one D two D. It wasn't consistent there, and then. We're three months down with my arm. I spent a lot of time thinking about how to improve and how to make him a consistent top of the one D kind of horse. And we're not, I wouldn't say consistent yet. We're, he has been consistent, but I wouldn't call the few runs we've had consistent yet. But just it, it, it takes years. It, it for me years, I, it, it would take a year because for them to have confidence. And to get consistent, and then you have confidence that they're going to do this every time, then you have to get out of trainer mode into competition mode and not do it too fast and not stay in one too long. It takes me – I'm not as fast as I used to be mentally, but I'm getting there. Is the winning, does it come from you or him? 
I think he has to want to win as much as I do, but he feeds off of my emotions. So I, I would I have to take responsibility for it either way. Either way, win, win or lose. Yeah, if things go wrong, I have to take responsibility for it. And then when things go right, it's because I had a good horse that responded well to what I asked him to do. You think it, it's? I mean, I know he's well bred. Mm-hmm. Uh, all your horses in the barn are, are are bred to win, if you will. I mean, yeah, um, genetically they're they're supposed to run fast, and then and then it goes back to the trainer train training him. But what so? And I guess where I'm going with this is just wondering is that I mean the the animal, whether it's a buck and bull or a barrel horse, how much comes from them and how much comes from you? And and I know he's already there in with with the genetics. You're already there with the uh, uh, the experience of how to train one, um, and then you just try to meet in the middle and and go as fast as you can. Or what's the process there? Well, I don't know. I, I, I don't really agree with meeting in the middle. I think you're either both elevated or you're not. What do you mean? I kind of, that kind of got actually sorted out for me last week before I started really hitting all of those bigger deals. I went to church Sunday morning, but I call it preschool, the Sunday school before church. I grew up Catholic and that's, I go to Baptist church now, so I have to learn all the terms. But anyway, right. um, they talked about compromise. And I like and don't compromise and, and and what the definition of compromise was and I thought well I'm gonna make a run I'm not gonna compromise I'm not gonna leave anything on the table I'm not gonna make any excuses and he's bred to do what I want he's trained to do what I want and he also wants to do what I want which is the most important of any of it if even if you didn't have the breeding or the training if they want to do what you're asking them to do that's huge and just being consistent with it but. It's getting to the fun part now. You can draw a different bull every time. You can draw a different great bull every time. But you draw the same horse every time. You got to make the same horse. It's like dating. You got to really get along. Or you don't. Like you know, it's you know, right. It's a commitment. When you say compromise, kind of because um, I think I know, but tell me what that means. A compromise. I think the definition they said the other day that I really liked was. Uh, Settling for something that's less than you desired. So you looked it up. Oh, they they did in church. Somebody said in the preschool part of church, they just said, hey, uh, you know, somebody look it up. And this lady looked it up on her phone, but it's basically settling for less than a desirable outcome. Do you think a lot of people do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in the barrel racing and in the in a, in a, in a world of rodeo? I think you compromise and I think you get comfortable and you kind of like, okay, I'm there. I can back off now, but you don't, you forget what got you there. So as you're placing in the 1D, uh, you're making really nice money right now. You can't fall in that comfort zone of not, you can't quit going and riding at sunrise every morning like you do now. It's, you know what I'm saying? You, your plans can't change. You can't weaken. You can't, you can't let go. You got to even maybe try harder. Well, try harder and know when to take a break. I mean, there was a, I ran Sunday, I ran Monday, there was another barrel race Tuesday. I didn't go take him Tuesday. He's not in shape for that. And I've already asked him a lot two days ago and he gave it to me so we can, there's going to be something else this weekend. So if we were at pro rodeo level and he was fit and that's, we're saying, Hey, I need this from you, then I would have him at a whole different level. He's really not in shape right now because you've been off so long. No, yeah. He's just been back for a month. So we're just trying to be fair and use our head about it. But it's exciting. It's hard not to go when you're excited and you're winning. But it's trying. It's kind of growing up, I guess, for well, both of us. Tell me about compromise again. The the that means settling. 
Oh, it's just uh, agreeing to do or settling for less than it is which was desirable. What you what you want? What you wanted, or what you wanted? Yeah, there it is. Not what you want, but what you wanted. And, and there's times. There's always times to compromise. But when you're, when you're competing, and there's you know, and you want to win, there's a different outlook on it. Marriage is a whole different compromise. <laughs> right. So so like. I guess where I, I'm looking at that from a winning standpoint is a lot of people, uh, compromise before they get to that, to that high level of, of competition. Uh, they, they go to settling and not trying even more, you know? And that's easy to do. And if I didn't have, I would, I, I like staying home. Once I get in the vehicle and I get to where I'm going, I'm happy to be there. But to well, leave the who, house. Who would want to leave me? I know, I know exactly. We get along, but um, you're the one that I'm not say pushes me, but says, "Hey, do you want this or do you not want this?" And then I have to say, "You know what? Okay, fine. I need to go." And it's it's gonna. I'm gonna be tired. I'm gonna be this and be that. I'm already had a long day. But if you want to do this, then you got to do this. So is the compromise settling? It could be even like when you get up and go ride, and the weather conditions ain't riding weather conditions. It's not motorcycle riding conditions. It's, um, you, you bundle up and still go ride because you're not going to compromise to the, to the weather conditions. And, and even if the ground slick, go walk up and down hills and get that deal. And there's, there's ways to do stuff. There's stretching you can do on them in the barn. There's different things you can do that, that it's easy to put off and do less than you're capable of because that, you have a that's, different schedule. That's where I guess where I'm saying the compromise yeah. is, is it's, that. It's easy to get by and do less. And if you if you was to have done that, you wouldn't be in the one D. You no. still have a nice horse. Every you, once in a while, you might still be a nice rider. No. But it don't matter how nice your horse is or how nice the rider is, you can't compromise. You no. st- you st- you know you still have to get up and put in the work. Yeah, every every once in a while you're going to be in the one D, and you know you got a one D horse. But there's a lot of broke one D horses because you're not covering stuff if you're just every once in a while hitting in there even just jackpotting locally it's just a hobby then so and and it ties back into to to riding bulls or roping steers or anything you know anybody does in rodeo but you got to put in the exercise you got to put in the work no matter uh what the weather conditions are outside and or how you feel you 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 know you got to rise above right i mean you can't just sit in a house and and think about winning. You, if you've been up all day working and you have to go and take a trailer load of horses somewhere and ride horses and work horses and you come home and stalls aren't clean, you still have to clean stalls. You don't get to say, well, man, I'm tired. I'll do it tomorrow. It doesn't work that way. You know, I know I had a, a private bull riding practice last night and uh, very private, but um, the guys that were here that I was working with, they um, they all had day jobs. They all showed up like they'd been digging ditches all day long, you know, and then still showed up to, to work on their excited. Their, yes, very excited to work on their skills of bull riding, but they had to put in work for another person to make that money so that they can pay their entry fees. Well, that's one thing, but then they also showed up here to get better so that they don't waste their entry fee money and the, the work that they give. I think it's like you never quit paying your dues. I mean, you can be working for someone else to pay your way, and even if you get there and you're winning enough to pay your way, you can't quit paying your dues. You have to keep the grind. You have to. I mean, you have to enjoy the grind. So, I, so that's why I guess I, where I'm was asking you about being in a one D. You still have to 
do the exact same stuff that you've been doing all along that got you to the 1D. You can't just stop just because you're there. No. Because as soon as you stop, you're not going to be there. You're going to, you're going to start dropping, right? And yeah, well, that, but you have to, you have to even plan your breaks on them. Uh, like, like your time off or like, I'm going to have a day off or you think, geez, I have ridden him every day for three weeks. He needs a day off. Even if you're not going somewhere, you know, just to get your, your mind right, their body right. But there's no, I mean, there's somebody everywhere every day that's working harder on you and working on details that you hadn't even thought about yet. Right. What, so when, if it come to an individual, that don't have a horse that that's working an event, the rough stock events. Do they need time off too? I wouldn't think so. I, I mean, either. I'm not a rough stock rider, but I don't know who in any, whether I used anything. to play one in the movies. You used to play one or in imagination <laughs> in the dreams. Yeah. I, uh, I just think, I mean, if you want to be good at anything, if you want to be a good artist, if you want to be a good, um, body, repair specialist paint and body guy whatever you want to do if you if you want to be good at it, you're i mean you're in love with it. you're learning stuff you're doing stuff you're trying I stuff look, yeah i look quit. at it i go back to that fight world i go back to that bodybuilding world that you're in the gym yeah you know you're not in the house and you're happy to be there well that's your you love to be there yeah. you you crave it you crave it yeah but at the same time like you said getting in the truck and going's the hardest part once you get going you're fine, but leaving the ranch is the hard part. That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The rest is a cakewalk, but the heart, and I'm sure them guys have the experience of the same thing. Um, just getting in the, the car or truck and driving to the gym. That's the hard part is getting in it. Once you start the motor and push the gas pedal, it's, it's all good. Yeah. Everything changes. You know? Well, I, you know, so, but I, I kind of want to go back to that compromise because I really think a lot of people compromise. I think they compromise their future, their career, and and their and their dream, their goals. Um, That's a hard thing to do is compromise with yourself. It's one thing in a relationship to compromise because that makes peace and you can get along, but to compromise on your goals and how to get there that has to be tough. Why would you compromise? What did they say in church? Why would you compromise? You're not dedicated. You don't have faith. You don't. I mean, you lost your faith. You didn't. You took a shortcut. You, the, you, you, can, you, you, I mean, when it comes to that's the like flame burnout, can the flame burn out? I mean, can you? Oh can, yeah. Can you start out with a hot flame and then and then it burns out and? Or you get distracted real easy. Right, but then the flame burns out. Mm-hmm. The burning desire that it takes to win. You, it, it, the burning desire that it takes to win. Uh, sometimes that flame dies down, and if you're not careful, it dies out. And then what I see is a year or so later, you try to relight the flame, and it's a whole different candle. It's a different candle And you candle got a year's now. worth of dead space to get over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, a lot changes in that time. It, even if it's not a year, a lot changes. Yeah. And, and, the, and the past is the past. You can't recapture the past. You can only recapture right now you can't even cap- recapture the future because it ain't happened yet but i think when you compromise and you and you give up in a sense um on your abilities then 
to re to you to to relight that flame is tough and and i i think a lot of people give up on it or compromise on it and don't realize the penalty that they're going to pay in a in a in a future what that's going to feel like what that's going to be like because you you can't push pot like you talk about giving your horse a break and yourself a break whatever in rough stock i don't think you can give yourself that break and then come back unless you've got a broke bone well that's what i say you know? breaks are for healing physically and mentally but mm-hmm. that's i mean and that that could be a day that could be a year whatever the case has to be but you there's things you can work on during that time yeah well i just i know the the people i know they they're they're constantly working at it and 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 that's just and it's not that they have to they want to they love what they do and and i and when you when you love what you do it really helps absorb the losses the failures the bad days you know when you love what you do it's just like now we got us a game it we got this but i just i i really was intrigued with the word of compromise and and i really think that that's something that we all run into at some point in time in life i just think um and i was just thinking about this while we're sitting here i mean compromise has consequences and you got to decide what consequences you want to pay for for giving I don't, part of your dream up. Yeah, so, and you don't know that at the time. You don't know that you're not smart enough. You're not intelligent enough at that time. You're not experienced enough at that time to know what you just what decision you just made. You know what I'm saying? But I think there's a lot of that in life. But the price you pay for um, compromising is a huge price. And, and, and I don't think anybody knows the, the pain behind that later on. So I guess my advice would be don't compromise is what I'm trying to say. You know, if it, if you still have a burning desire, don't compromise. And look at all the little ways you do it. It's not, it's not always like a big marquee sign. Like, oh my gosh, here, it's what I did that. It's little things. Like you're talking about little wins. It's little yeah. losses you do. Well, and, and I know like when you're out there riding your 1D horse, in, in the in the daytime, you're sometimes you're just walking in a circle. It ain't like you're running barrels. It ain't like you're riding bulls in a practice pen. You're doing groundwork. You're doing you know little things to add up to that big win, that big success, that big, and basically co- building that confidence. And I think that's what a lot both of both of us, a lot of yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I think in a lot of rough stock riders. They miss that, and they think, well, I need to go to the practice pen, which we'll probably do. But at the same time, you might need to do some small groundwork stuff, too, every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then that, that gets missed out. And then then they start looking at it um, because they didn't put in the work but expecting a win. It don't work that way, you know? And and so the it's the little things you do that add up to the big things. Well, yeah. winners do winning things. You say that all the time. Winners do winning things, and it's the little wins that make the big wins. It's it's the little tiny little things you do every day that make the big wins. Well, I think it goes back to just like I said, watching you walk. Even if just you're just walking in circles and making him walk in the proper circle, that you're building a foundation, you're building confidence within you and 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 your horse. That grows, that builds, 
and and then you and then as you move up, um, you have a foundation. And a lot of bull riders don't build a foundation. A lot of guys don't. They come to my coach practice, and we talk about how to build foundation. But when they leave here, are they putting in the work or they don't? The ones that come back to me, which is a bunch of them, I can tell who's been putting in the work, who hasn't, who's been uh, who's been doing the small things, not the big things. Who's been doing the small things? Because the small things can add up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to capture that. I'm gonna recognize that. And so I see that with you riding your horses and, and you're, you know, at the top of the list, you know, on, on winning. So. Well, I, um, I heard you talking to the guys last night for a minute about kind of like slowing your roll down thinking, you know, when you get on. But I think you, before you can do that, you have to, uh, build reactions that you can count on, reactions you can rely on. And, and that's what I do at or a trust walk. Them. Yeah. At a walk. I know. I've done this for so long. I know when my wrist rolls this way or my calf moves this way or my heel drops down Or when here, it feels this. I know When you feel this. You ride your horse something. by feel. You're yeah. not a robot. He's not a robot. And you, the same yeah. thing you tell or, the bull yeah. riders. You know, yeah. it's right. you ride by feel, but they know if you, when you get to a point where you can rely on your reactions and trust your reactions, then you can ride and kind of not have to think so much and just... I think more than anything, you can't doubt your ability. You can't doubt your talent. You can't doubt your desire. You can't doubt. And... I think unless you're putting in the work, you're going to have doubt when you slide up there and nod your head. I just, I don't think you can't have, I mean, unless you're just, you know, freak of nature. I just, I think if you've got to put in the work to build the confidence so that you have no doubt. And when you're, when you've nodded your head and the gate comes open, you understand each feel of that bull where you're at, your center of balance where you're at. And you're, you may not be in the center. Where do I need to be at now? Where do I need to do? And that's through that little groundwork that you put in throughout the week that that starts coming back to play into play. I tell you what was interesting for me, and I was sometimes you're young and you don't appreciate it as much, but I used to, when I first started rodeoing, I got to, I rodeoed with Charmaine James some, I rodeoed with Janet Stover some, and they were world champions. And, and um, I don't know if, Either one of them were at that point yet when we first met. But anyway, um, they'd sit there and Janet especially do things while she's driving. She'd have her hand moving a certain way or her legs moving. And, and she's almost like exercising while she's driving. She's not lifting hand weights, but she's tightening up muscle groups and she's doing whatever. She never quit working on what she was doing riding even while she's driving. It didn't matter if we're going eight hours or two hours or 12 hours. She was always working on what it took to ride better. Yeah, you're you're always that person in life. You have to be at that in a competitive world. You have to be, you know. Um, so, but there's a flow that happens, and it's a it's a steady flow. It's not a it's not. There's no hiccups in that flow. It's a flow of 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 that when you nod your head or you they call your name and you come riding in the arena. It's just a flow that that it's just going to happen, and unless something abnormal happens you're in the running you know you may not win first you may not uh, place in the bull riding but you're going to ride your bull and you're going to complete the pattern but it's because it's it's just because of the work you put in during the week and and learning that so many people i think get in a spot where they 
they show up because they want to, they love what they do, but they show up with doubt. And that doubt is because they didn't put in the work before. And it ain't the big work, it's the small work that they, that they lacked. And then just that, that compromise, compromising for, well, I won't work out tonight because I'm tired. Then you, you just compromise with the, to me, the devil, you know, because you're going to lose. Well, I'll do more tomorrow. No, you won't. You know, it's kind of like that saying, I'll, I'll stop. You know, you run through a stop sign. Well, I'll stop twice next time. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, you won't. <laughs> no. And it, like you call it coach practice, and there's a reason for that. But you need somebody that keeps you accountable. Even if you're the world champion, you need somebody to keep you accountable, whether you call it a coach or not. I don't put my videos of my runs on social media because I, what everybody else's opinion of my run is that's I appreciate positive comments, but there's two or three people that I send my videos to that I say, Hey, tell me what you saw. And if there's nothing that I need to adjust and leave it at that. But right. if there's something that pops up, they're going to tell me. And that's who I want in my corner, jerking my chain. And they, they're honest. They're going to say, Hey, you, you chickened out right, right here. You weakened. I think that's a pretty good statement. There is, is you, you really need somebody in your corner. You need you to know? be held accountable and, and when the, you're tired, when you're sleepy, mm-hmm. when you don't feel and, like it. It can be a it, it can be a parent, it can be a friend, it can be a girlfriend, wife, whatever, husband, or just someone some, else that likes winning and can do it also. That 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 yeah that understands that um, when you're starting to weaken, they call you out. Yeah, you know your 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 closest friends or your your best friends. That may not be the right people. It may, you know, it may be almost borderline an enemy that's going to call you out. Say, you, you know, you don't want to beat me. You don't want to, you don't want to be any better. I mean, just, you need somebody that holds you accountable. And, and it may not be, um, very close to you. It may be just, maybe you got to make them up. Maybe you got to make believe it that, you know, but it may not even be in the same sport. I got friends that are top yes. of their game in other sports, and I can just say, "Hey, that's right." And that I guess that's kind of what I'm trying to say is that you know I, I kind of have that you know feeling that you got to have somebody to hold you uh, if you want more because you because no matter how bad you want it, you're going to have gloomy days. But those gloomy days doesn't mean you stay in the house and sleep in. It those gloomy days are the days that. And actually, winning starts when you when you think you're done, or when you you know when you don't want to do it. That's when winning starts, and and so that's where I'm at with that, you know. So just don't compromise. There's bigger consequences. When give, you give it, give it, give an in. It would would compromise. Could you say giving ends a compromise? Yeah, it's it's settling for less than was desirable. Settling for less than, yeah. Um, that's not the exact de- definition, but that's close enough. But it's it, right. but settling for an outcome that was less than desirable. That's what compromise is. That's what giving up. And even if part it didn't it. come in a time frame you wanted it to, mm-hmm. you know, you you just you you you, unsaddle your horse, give him a drink, and then saddling back up and keep 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 riding. You know, you can't give up if it's, if it's a burning desire. And it, oh. it, like my deal, my goal, I, I don't think my goal is like, oh, my gosh, I want to make the NFR. I want to be the world champion. If that happens in the course of things, that's fine. I want to get on every horse and get the most out of them I can. 
that they want to excel to that level with. Right. And so, um, my goals, I mean, every day I can find something to say, Hey, even if you're not, I'm not going to leave the house is what you did productive on that front is what you did going to make that happen today. Do you think you're ever getting your horses way? All the time. And, and, and yeah. And I'm trying to dial that down and be better, but I do it a lot. Yeah. And that's where think rank comes in. Yeah. Uh, you know, it jerk, jerk your chain, think rank, jerk so, your chain. So the, the, the quickest, the quickest, uh, way to a cure is to recognize that you have an issue, you have a problem or, yeah. you know, first step to a cure is admitting you have a problem. There it is. And, and, and so when you feel like your, your blood's starting to pump, stop, go neutral, you know, I mean, neutral wins, <laughs> you know. I'm just laughing. I had a very dear friend of mine. Her daddy's passed away now, but he used to tell me all the time, you got high blood pressure. He'd be in a vehicle with me riding. He's, right. You got high blood pressure. I'm like, man, I don't even have blood pressure. I just thought everybody operated like that. I thought that's how things went. And then I realized, you know, if you slow your roll. And I, what I'm yeah. learning here lately is it's easier to learn when you're not elevated, when your brain's not up there. And that's what I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm, I'm never going to quit trying harder. But But with that said, though, you can't keep. You know, uh, you may have to adjust. You can't. Oh, just, constantly. Yeah. yeah. You can't just keep. I'm not going. talking about just trying harder in the arena. I'm talking about trying yeah. harder with my attitude, with my speech, with everything. But but it ain't trying harder. It's recognizing. It ain't trying harder. Yeah, it, it's recognizing. Because once you recognize it, it dissolves itself. It neutralizes itself. Once once it's like calling it out. But if you don't ever recognize it, you can try all you want. But once you recognize it, it kind of neutralizes itself and and allows you to to take everything that you've heard and learned and felt and know and let that happen. So does that make sense? Yeah, I think that and less sugar would help me. <laughs> Probably so. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah, so you know, changing your diet if you're like that, you know, me, I'm I'm good, you know, <laughs> but. Um, all right. So we'll, uh, we'll call it good there. Winners do winning things. And the compromise is something that I think is something we all need to think about before we do it, you know, and compromise uh, has consequences. Compromise has consequences and it's hard to know it because we're, you're young or, and you don't really know the next chapter, the next page, but think it through, you know, can you live with it? Can you not? Um, are you going to settle for that? Are you going to settle for that? Because living with it is 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 tough. So, all right, guys. So I'm David Barry. You're listening to Think Rank. Share it to your friends if you get anything out of this. Think. Let people know about Think Rank. With that said, we're going to get off here and prepare for next Wednesday's podcast. No, we're not. I'm going to go to the shop, smoke a cigar, and drink a beer. So, I. And then uh, I'm off until when? March 17th, 18th, coach practice. Yeah. So, all right, guys, until next time, I'm David Berry. Thank you, guys. Share this if you like it. If you don't, share it to the guys you don't like. Until then, God bless. Thank you.